Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to my podcast, Live Through a Distorted Lens. I am your host, Lindsay, and today is uh, February 9th, 2022. And my marker keeps blinking at me, so hopefully this thing will record okay. Um, what do I even open with? Uh, I was talking about the Freedom Convoy last week, how I don't even think I had mentioned or knew then at that moment that GoFundMe first um, had paused the funds, $10 million, by the way. How amazing is that? And then they said they're going to not only not refund the people the money that gave money to that organization, but take that money and give it to whatever charities they deem are appropriate, which is absurd and theft on the highest level. If you're advertising your system or app, whatever, uh, where people can donate money to a cause and like the people know in their mind they're giving money to this cause. And then you, the ownership of that app, take the money that which they thoughtfully put towards one organization or one person or another to do your own thing. I mean, that's, I think that's illegal. The internet is so bizarre on that level of, it's just the wild, wild west where anything goes. There isn't really laws on the internet. There is, but there isn't. Uh, what is it? Tooth section 230 or something. I don't quite know what it is, but it gives people the freedom like YouTube isn't held liable for the comments that are left in the comment, whatever, anyway. So, but then I guess there was so much flack and backlash, even with, I think, I'm not sure if Elon Musk said something about that. I know that Elon Musk did donate a lot of money, but Jordan Peterson was pretty livid about that. And I guess maybe they it got too much exposure and exposure and people were going rampant about it or going off the rails about it on Twitter. saying they're never going to use GoFundMe again. And in my mind, uh, I knew that GoFundMe was crap, um, you know, authoritarian before all this went down. Like so many websites are captured next door. I mean, basically every well-known website is all like gender equality and you can't say a damn thing or have an opinion about the masks or vaccines. Well, I got a warning on next door. I only use next door when we were first moved here for furniture and whatnot, which by the way, wound up being fruitless and pointless because so many people are moving here uh, that I would want an item and they'd be like, oh, sorry, someone's already coming to pick it up. So I, I only wound up getting two actually amazing bar stools from the 70s that are uh, clear acrylic, which I'm like, I love vintage anything. And that was such a score. Uh, I mean, acrylic is in style. I think it's pretty much timeless, but um, it's the vintage bar stools that I got were cheaper than new acrylic bar stools. So I was like, what ups? Give me the vintage, cheaper anyway. And it's funny buying uh, stuff from Nextdoor or Craigslist because you find out the people that are selling the item that you like are pretty damn similar to you. Like this lady was an artist and a painter. And anyway, tangent as usual. It's not even a tangent. I think it's just more um, spitballing or something. Is that the right word? Um, so yeah, GoFundMe reversed their thing. Um, but I'm going to try not to cuss, but F GoFundMe, like their uh, Gifts and Go, which is an amazing. It's pretty much the same as GoFundMe. It's a Christian organization. I think they've moved their donation base, uh, um, donation platform over to Gifts and Go. Gifts and Go Freedom. Oops, this one Freedom wrong. Oh boy. Yeah. Okay, let me share my screen here. 
If it'll allow, oh, I guess it would help if I chose share screen. Okay. Get it? Yay. So this is giftsandgo.com forward slash. Um, I'm not sure. Oh, this is just Patriot News Network. I'm not sure what that is. This is not, I don't think it's the free new convoy. Um, let's see. Freedom convoy. Whoops. Yeah, I mean, I know they're on Gibson Go. My internet is uh, taking forever. Let's move on from that. Um, yeah, so uh, I do these, uh, the White Rose stickers, which is uh, actually brings me great joy. Um, where if you're on Telegram, go to, or just go to the internet and type in t.me forward slash join the White Rose. And if you buy your own thermal printer, you can print your own um, stickers from home to kind of help wake people up, um, give something for someone to think about, you know, I've seen quite a few times where I see where I put my sticker and people scratch it off. I mean, that's not uncommon, but it's amazing to see it still be there occasionally. So, you know, stickers like this, my freedom doesn't end where your fear begins. Anti-vaxxer, a person who trusts their own immune system more than they trust pharmaceutical companies, career politicians, and the corporate media. See also Critical Thinker. That one's kind of pretty tiny, too small. Um, really simple ones like this is child abuse, putting a mask on children. They have um, really great art and there's a lot to pick from. You wear a face mask to avoid any hassle. Here's a prescription for a pair of balls. Grow a pair. Um, I think it's called guerrilla marketing, but the white rose is actually a, a term somebody deemed from back in the day. This is what happens when you research too much. The white rose army and you just kind of forget everything because everything just mushes together white rose was a non-violent intellectual res resistance group in nazi germany which was led by five students and one professor at the university of munich including okay those are just names uh, the group conducted an anonymous leaflet and graffiti campaign that called for active opposition to the nazi regime so how appropriate is it that this group called it the white rose. I don't know. I love it. I love the founders that created the white rose army. Um, let me just show you. Well, you get it. I mean, just if you, if you don't have telegram, definitely download telegram. There's a lot of, uh, actually, you know what? I have my telegram right here. Um, I don't know if it's going to start up. I have so many windows open. My computer's being weird. Anyway, it's great. And I love doing the stickering. Well, you get to see all my uh, groups here. I don't even keep up with this though. Honestly, it's so overwhelming doing any of this telegram stuff. I used to, when I was in uh, California and I had like lost all my friends, I wasn't really social or going out because you just kind of get glued to your phone, not healthy in the slightest, but uh, it is what it is. Um, so this is the white rose. It gives you a whole instruction thing on how to print from home. Um, and like I said, you can pick which art that you like. This is, you know, where you can leave it. Um, spotted in Calgary, Alberta. Um, it's just great. Um, stickers. She's the lady that runs it. I love her. She's actually handing off her um, sticker thing to someone else because I think she just, I don't know, she's having a change of life a little bit. One nation under distress. Anyway, you get the point here. Let me exit out of this. I do recommend Telegram though, like uh, for sure. Telegram has a lot of it's what it helped me wake up to all the truth that's been going on. There's an Australian group that I'm a part of. 
that they post the insanity that's been going on there. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of groups you can join. I, if you are watching this on Odyssey, you can just see what I just had up and what groups I was a part of. If you have any questions, um, you can, I guess, Twitter at me and, or, or something. Join my Subscribestar and there's a much more personal base there where you can have sincere discussions with me. Um, only with my Subscribestar peeps. Okay, so that's what the White Rose is. Uh, so what I wanted to talk about is that the White Rose stickers that I do are made from the thermal printer and thermal printers are thermal paper and uh, new research, this is back from like 2014, new research uh, finds that the BPA and cash register receipts can be absorbed through skin. This is through consumerreports.org. I'm going to read from this one, which is, I don't know who this is, some random MD and shippy MD.com. Five ways to avoid BPA exposure from your paper receipts. Are receipts toxic? Measurable levels of BPA are found on thermal paper used for credit card machines, ATMs, airline boarding passes, movie tickets, prescription labels, supermarket food labels, and cash registers. 2015 study tested 170 receipts from 62 different vendors, including supermarkets, restaurants, gas stations, banks, and 168 of them tested positive for BPA. BPA is a known endocrine disruptor, also found in food packaging and other plastics. I think BPA is that stuff that they ban from, or they say they ban from uh, children's um, like sippy cups and whatnot. And I, and I said, I say, you know, they claim they did, but it's just one of those things where I'm like, what does organic food nowadays even mean? Can we, like, you know, you wake up to all that's been going on. Like, wait a minute. I don't, I personally don't trust any vaccine I ever, I have ever gotten. Um, you know, is it possible you've gotten a vaccine? It doesn't affect you. Sure. But I have a weird, I have a lot of, or enough body ailments that I think that they're uh, connected to vaccine stuff. I mean, maybe not, but it's just a thought I have and nobody's perfect. <laughs> Obviously. What was I saying about that? I, I legitimately forgot. So who cares? Let's go on here. Uh, oh, where, you know, if you start realizing, wow, the world around you is lying and everything is not what it seems, then why would I sit here and really trust and believe that organic food is actually organic? Like what, what is their version, especially in America? My God, if you, there's this Instagram account I used to follow that would post all these foods and what are in these foods and how toxic they are. And um, some foods aren't even allowed in different countries like Fanta or something is not allowed in Europe because it's toxic AF. Um, it's just, it's absurd what America considers to be food. And I love this thing of why is there a one health food aisle at the grocery store. If that's health food, then what is the rest of the store? Hmm. Things that make you go, Hmm. It's poison literally. And it's, uh, I don't know. This isn't like, I'm better than you. It's just, I've, I've woken up to things and I don't use Glade or disinfecting Lysol or any of that shit. Like, I think I've already talked about that, but, um, that stuff is so toxic. Like throw that crap out. If you have like random headaches or migraines, I mean, it could be a whole slew of things. Just get, try to get back to nature as, as, uh, as much as you can, honestly. <clears throat> I mean that in every way, shape and form. Um, like use a book instead of, uh, like Kindle or something. I mean, there, there's, there's literal science, um, behind like flipping the page and there's real stuff behind actually writing something out with a pen or uh, a pencil versus typing it out. Um, you remember it better when you write it out. And um, I don't know. I mean, that's the best thing about writing stuff down is that you remember it. Isn't that why we write stuff down? Anyway, anyway, let me continue with the article here. Uh, let's see here. 
much of the latest research is looking at exposure via our diets, but a 2017 study has proven that handling BPA Latin paper leads to increased measurable levels in the body. Naysayers deny that there is a problem with receipts, claiming that BPA is safe. I guess I can read right here and look on. Safe at certain levels and that the amount of exposure received by handling a receipt is negligible. But Dr. John Warner of the Warner whatever Babak Institute from Green Chemistry says the more BPA in a single thermal paper receipt, I'm sorry, there's more BPA in a single thermal paper receipt than the total amount that will leach out from a polycarbonate water bottle used for many years. Um, and as I say daily to my patients, toxins are cumulative. Even the, if the amount of exposure to a toxin is small, these exposures accumulate in the body over time and add up to bigger consequences. BPA is one of the toxins I'm able to measure in my patients' lab test. Uh, even trace amounts of BPA may cause problems with reproductive, cardiovascular, neurological, and immune systems. In men, it can interfere with libido and sperm quality. And in women, it has been tied to infertility, miscarriage, breast cancer, even premature delivery. Um, anyway, it's like how to avoid, just say no when they ask for if you want a receipt or go paperless if that's an option, which I'm actually not even for that because I don't want them to know my email. Basically, just uh, sign up for some email service that's not Gmail and have that be your spam email. Like, yeah, here's here's my email for coupons or something that you don't really care about. Anyway, which that shit sucks anyways. They're just using that to track you for a 10% discount. 10% is such a tiny amount anyway. It's such a scam. Anywho, so, you know, ask the cashier to put it in the bag so you don't have to touch it. Wash your hands well after hand handling receipts. Uh, keep a small pouch and resealable plastic bag in your purse and ask cashiers to deposit receipts into it. Um, you know, yeah. So my husband thinks it's blown out of proportion and that it's not that big of a deal. And um, I don't know. I'm, I guess I don't mind error, you know, setting on the error of caution. Is that the phrase? But then he made a good point about like, well, then why, why not wear a mask then if you're not going to side on that, you know, cautioned side. And I'm like, um, that's, that's a little bit different somehow. <laughs> so let me exit out of there. Well, cause I, the, the muzzle, the face mask is a sign of, um, oppression and, uh, a slavery. Like you're, you're literally muzzling, you're choosing your own slavery and putting yourself in your own chains there. And I'm not here for that. God gave us the ability to breathe freely and live on this earth and enjoy the earth that God has designed for us and breathing is uh, a human right. So I choose to breathe the healthy air. <laughs> it's not complicated really. Uh, let's see exiting. So there's quite a few schools that are being, or schools and students being quite based as of late. They're walking into, I guess they're called walk-ins. I mean, didn't they do this back in the fifties or sixties? Black people, they did the, uh, the sit-ins, which was awesome and really necessary to make a change uh students approaching a high school wearing no masks um isn't that crazy we're, we're living in an era that um walking into school without a mask on is a sign of like power like just breathing freely <laughs> just walking into a school or a building i'm playing it here just a group of kids walking towards a school Without a mask on, I wonder how many there are. Based. Like, good job parents, whoever are parenting these kids. Which, it's possible that the parents um, aren't for this, but... I love it. Like, I absolutely love it. I think you should choose to rebel for freedom on the side of freedom instead of being like, I don't like my body. My gender is not what I want. I'm going to be sinful 
and be like, F you, God. It's like the ultimate act of rebellion being like, I'm made in his image. Well, you know what? The image that I see myself as is not what I want it to be. And I, I'm just going to make it my own and just be like, F you, God. And I'm only doing that as a display. I'm not literally saying F you, God. It's just a total act of rebellion. You, you get it. <sighs> so this is another actually from the New York Post. Um, group of students. Oh, that's the same thing. Entering high school maskless. Stay strong out there. I think it's just a different angle. Is it a different school? Libertyville High School maskless. This is going on all over. This is not just in uh, wherever Lib uh, Illinois. It's a pretty freaking base though. I'm like, yes. Oh Lord. So this is, this kills me. Um, what is this woman's name again? Uh, forgot her name. It's this Chinese woman that's on CNN who's literally just spouting, constantly spouting propaganda. She's like a crisis actor. She's fuck. she's phony. There's an old video of her being interviewed about some sort of bombing, uh, that went on like years ago. She's just like, I don't know if you are able to detect people that are fake and they're just like constantly smiling and I don't know, like whenever people are too cheerful in general, um, and they don't need to be that cheerful. It's just about randomness. I'm like, I don't trust them. Like, that's just a thing within me that I've never trusted. Like there's a snow white cosplayer girl back in the day that was just so cheery and like being in character all the way. I was like, dude, no one's around. Like you can be normal. Uh, it was creepy. Like, absolutely not. These people are fucked. Like anyone that's obsessed with Disney, like really obsessed, like Disneyaholic going to Disney every other weekend. These people need therapy. Like sincerely. I had a friend that, um, pretty young and I don't know. I'm just like, it's so infantilizing, like just being stuck on that Disney thing and obsessing over it. And I just feel like they're, they've been, you know, Disney threw out the casting line to lure and these people get like stuck in this Disney brain thing where they're like, everything's happy. Or maybe their life is so miserable that they find that they really want to go to Disney all the time and be like, this is the happy place. And it's always happy here. And it's fantasy land. And look at this. Uh, what is the old uh, Mickey Mouse? It's not Mickey Mouse. It's like a version of Mickey Mouse. He's got floppy ears. He's way cuter looking. He looks like he's from like 1910. Oh, I always forget his name. Wally. I don't know his name. There is something really uh, happy about Disney. Like I had an interaction with one of those costumed ones that I was talking about. Hold on. What is it called? Now I'm good. So I can read Disney. Old school mouse. Uh, whatever. Oh, it's going to bother me. Anywho, I had an experience, an experience interaction with the costumed mouse thing. And it was, it, they were being really cute and it did make me smile, but that's what they're experts at, making you feel like you're in happy place, in happy land. I don't know. Like, I, I don't, I don't know if I'm able to bear children, which God willing, um, it's going to be interesting. I, I don't want to raise them on Disney because Disney is just all about lies and crap. And especially now it's just propaganda out the wazoo. Tangent. Let me go on with this uh, woman's, I was trying to look up this woman's name, but I got insanely distracted. So let's, let's let's just rewind and listen to this hilarity. 
I do. There was a and is a time and place for pandemic restrictions, but when they were put in, it was always with the understanding that they would be removed as soon as we can. And in this case, circumstances have changed. Case counts are declining. Also, the science has changed. We know that vaccines protect very well against Omicron, which is the dominant variant. Everyone five and older have widespread access to vaccines. And we also know about one-way masking, the idea that even if other people are around you are not wearing masks. If you wear a high quality mask, that also protects you, the wearer, too. And so in this case, I'm not saying, I don't think anyone really is saying that no one should ever wear masks, but rather that the responsibility should shift from a government mandate imposed from the state or the local district of the school. Rather, it should shift to an individual responsibility by the family who can still decide that their child can wear a mask if needed. Um, you know, take New Jersey, the case in New Jersey, for instance. Their new case average is just over 4,000. Um, is that an acceptable number to do this, or, or, or are they projecting out to March 7th at this point? I don't think we should be looking at case counts at all at this point, especially when we're dealing with a milder variant and when so many people were exposed to Omicron and therefore have ha have at least some level of protection, either through vaccination or immunity. The key number that we should be looking at is hospitalizations. If our ICUs and hospitals in that particular region are not overwhelmed, if they're not over capacity, we can set a number, for example, 75% or 80% full, then we should be able to relax all restrictions and I actually believe that we should be starting to, with the first restriction removed, should actually be the restriction on children. Because while for adults, you could say, well, what's the harm of adults masking when they go into a grocery store? There actually is a harm that we should be discussing of children continuing to mask. That doesn't mean that masking doesn't have its place for children when there are very high rates of hospitalization. If we get a new variant in the future that children are particularly susceptible to, we may want to bring masks back. But we should also be in a intellectually honest and say that masking has had a cost, especially for the youngest learners, in, uh, people with English as a second language, children with learning disabilities, there has been a cost to them. So the risk benefit calculation has really changed. Um, the fact that they're now saying that we need to be talking about the psychological effect this is having on masking children. I'm like, okay, well, um, a lot of us have been saying this for over a year or two years now. And like, now they're just now saying this. People are saying that this video came out because of midterms. You know, it's always political. Or they'll just like loosen the reins, the chains, and then tighten them back up. You know, I don't, I don't really trust this as taking it at face value that they're going to actually, I don't know. It's just, this is like, welcome to COVID land where there's five different narratives going on at the same time and it changes by the hour and also changes by the location where you're living like mask no mask requiring vaccines no vaccines masking children like it's just ridiculous and seeing the elites not wearing masks around children is absolutely disgusting and i'm really tired of seeing that it's it's just it's wild to me how people can be like we're in the middle of a pandemic and like they could see that photo and I don't think they would wake up from it where I'm like, dude, look at this photo. There are, let me actually I have one pulled up somewhere. Um, <laughs> this is pretty much related. This is a new Orleans mayor is out dancing and partying maskless. looks like some green and white thing. Oh. 
I mean, San Francisco mayor's been doing this where, you know, they're mandating people wear masks in their state that they're mayoring or whatever. And then they're always seen going out and partying, dancing it up, living it up, elite life, like rules for thee, none for me. It's so sick. It's so freaking sick. Like, I don't know how people just don't wake up when they see this and go, wait, what the fuck? What, what, the fuck? what, what is this? Okay, let me exit that one. Um, I have them on my IG, a couple of photos like this. Let's see, there's Obama with his, I'm not sure, like people that are like a construction crew. Everyone's masked up. He is not. Uh, Mr. Bezos on his yacht. By the way, Mr. Let me finish this real quick, actually. Jeff Bezos is has this slave, uh, looks like Vietnamese. I have no idea what ethnicity is. Um, get a plate of like cucumber sandwiches. Here you go, Mr. Bezos. Like, it's just like looking at that as a total, like, how do you not think slavery? Like, just look at it. Look at it. And then the mayor of Atlanta, this obese black woman with like a filled classroom of freaking children, all masked up. And she's sitting there grinning ear to ear, smiling with no mask on. And then the whole shack thing that happened where um, Gavin Newsom and was it the New York City? No, Garcetti, mayor and then governor took a photo with Shaq not wearing a mask. And one of them was like, Oh, yeah, I was just holding my breath while I was getting a photo with Shaq. I, I don't know why I need to change this. Um, Google keeps pop popping up instead of DuckDuckGo because uh, I don't use this browser often. Um, holding my breath photo with Shaq. Shaq has been freaking based lately, by the way. There's this video that came out of him being interviewed by someone, and he's not for the coercion thing, which is amazing. Eric Garcetti defends masks, maskless picture says I held my freaking breath. <laughs> oh, I held my breath in this photo with Shaq. How absurd, how absurd can you be? Los Angeles mayor, mayor Eric Garcetti claimed he held his breath while failing to mask up at a football game, drawing widespread criticism and mockery. Good. You should be mocked for this BS. Um, <laughs> let's see. I'm trying to look for the photo here. <clears throat> which leads me to more clicking. Bear with me. I'm assuming it's going to load if it hasn't been deleted. Anyway, let me exit this real quick. Yeah, look at this crap. SoFi, Sophie Stadium. Is that in San Jose? Computer's being unbelievably slow, but it's sick. Oh, no, it's in LA. It's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Man, look at this. Look at this photo. There he is. Uh, he's, he claimed he held his breath. All right, I'm going to try to smile while holding my breath. It's so uncomfortable. Like, there's no way in hell. Whatever. It's such a joke. What a freaking joke. I don't know. The cognitive dissonance people must deal with. This motherfucker, like, I don't see a mask anywhere. Like, there's no, no, there's no way they're wearing masks in these things. They don't wear masks. They don't. This is not a thing. Like Gavin Newsom was seen doing some banquet thing in the in the beginning of this scamdemic. Um, and he was definitely not wearing a mask. Ridiculousness on every level. And there they all are together again. Just, you know, all none of them wearing masks. None. About six people here in a photo with Magic Johnson. I'm sorry. Shaq? What's ooh, maybe I'm wrong. No, this is Magic Johnson. Holy shit. Shaq was the based one though. And I need to find that video. 
I should have had it pulled up, but it is what it is. Um, I'm not sure if I can be able to find it. Eh, God, super slow. So yeah, that's pretty sick. And the uh, caption here on this photo of all these people, elites, taking photos with, uh, you know, basically not wearing masks. It says, do you see it yet? 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 Obviously, there's another one. This is the mayor of New York City. I always get mayor and governor confused, whatever. This this evil freaking witch woman that wears that shameless necklace that says vaxxed on it. And she went to that uh, church back in, I guess it was, it was like November, December. It's talking about Jesus would get the jab, like manipulating the people of God. I mean, that is not a Christian church that is, they're lying to you. They're like, Jesus would take the jab. Why aren't you doing it? It's absurd. It's insane. There's, again, six adults in this photo not wearing a mask. And then there's six poor children wearing masks. I'm like, how does anyone not see what the fuck is wrong with this photo? Sorry, I cussed like a couple times now, but this stuff, it clearly enrages me. It's absolute, it is, it's child abuse, it's child abuse. <sighs> so, um, let's see here. Um, let's see, protests against masks today in Maine South High School in Illinois as they force kids to mask despite the mandate having been lifted across the state. Oh, that's what I held, I thought I had pulled up somewhere. Um, what was it? Uh, some Sweden or somewhere, I thought I had this pulled up, <clears throat> said that the uh, the pandemic's over. I was like, oh, really? There's so many countries that are lifting mandates and whatnot. And I'm also <clears throat> very skeptical about it being authentic, but <clears throat> I hope it's real. So here's an, a hilarious video. It says, we didn't run into a single Black person that cared about what Joe Rogan, uh, cared about Joe Rogan using, quote, the word. White liberals, however, were livid. And, uh, I don't care. Oh, it's going, it's being all it's choppy. Specific. No, but people don't want to be upset about whatever they want It's being shitty. But um, yeah, it's this hilarious short video. There's actually a whole video on YouTube that's like seven minutes. <clears throat> from James Klug, and his Twitter is at real James K L U G. You can find his YouTube through there. But it has this hilarious video of asking. This is in L.A. White liberals, because hello, you're you're in L.A. Being like, well, you know, what do you think about Joe Rogan? Like, oh my God, it's, it's absurd. It's he should be kicked off. It's horrible. No one should be using that word. And then he asks all these black people, <clears throat> and they're like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't care. Like, they're like, I don't care. It's hilarious that white people are always the one being like. Yes, I'm virtuous. I care for the colored people. It's so absurd. So back to the Canadian truckers thing. Uh, so the other update is police or whoever in Ottawa hijacked a lot of their gasoline, um, which is crazy and not surprising in the slightest. Although I have seen a video of a trucker there being like, don't worry about it. We have plenty of gasoline. They're just, it's a scare tactic. Um, don't worry about us. Uh, which is great that they're, you know, it wasn't, they didn't take all their gasoline. Um, what else happened? Um, hmm, can't remember. Oh, 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 oh. Kind of like the same thing with the protests and riots going on. What was that? 2019? God, what year was that? 2020, where they handed out piles of bricks to people that were in the rioting area. So they would potentially use those bricks at the riots. 
literally trying to incite violence. Like this is ridiculous. And they did the same thing in Canada. There was this um, big old metal rectangular bin with uh, cement chunks, like just randomly placed there. And these people have been in this whole street <clears throat> residing there for, I don't even know how long now, I, probably over a week. So I think they know the area and this whole cement uh, receptacle was just placed there out of the blue. Like, hmm, they want us to throw shit at the truckers. Not shit, um, really heavy items that will damage people. It's absurd. So, um, let's see. This is a tweet. It says, amazing moment with some sly tactics. Citizens on foot bring gas cans to the Canadian truckers, but only every third can is full, allowing a fun shell game in case they get stopped. Love it! I love that so much. The public answer to the arrest of the people bringing in fuel. One of one on three full of fuel. This is hilarious and amazing. Thank you. It's basically a lot of people all carrying a gas can. I'm like, well, the ones that are banging them together, those are obviously empty. I love it. I love that. Uh, I don't know. I just think it's absolutely beautiful that Canada's coming together like this. Um, and I mean, it's not just Canada. There's a lot of people just waking up and I'm just here for it. And every day I'm like, what is this world we're living in? This is insanity. Like we are living through dystopian world. Oh, there's an article that Vigilant Citizen put out, which I all know I love Vigilant Citizen. They put it out, I think today. Vigil. Oh, I don't use this browser. Give me a moment. Oops, not this one. Oh, here's where I had all the um, the other links. Interesting. Let me pull it up before I get distracted, which I just did, but... Sorry, y'all. Give me one second. Uh, so y'all know Love Vigilant Citizen. Let me pull it right here. And let me go back to StreamYard. It's uh, how the 1993 movie Demolition Man perfectly predicted and ridiculed today's society. I'm just going to skim over a little bit. I found it fascinating. I love Vigilant Citizen. I think in my last episode was all Vigilant Citizen, or no, maybe two ago about MK Ultra. So it predicts, uh, I don't know. I just love this website and the person that puts out these articles. They're very thorough in their research. Apparently the person that directed that movie is called, his name is Marco Brambilla. Brambilla? An artist who is mostly known for his elaborate art installations explained in the article, blah, blah, blah. He apparently did Kanye West's video, Power, and his works were rife for symbolism. Here's one of his art installations. Just weird, psychedelic stuff, like, kind of related. But, you know, in the movie, it has men looking, wearing kind of like robes, and it predicts the gender blurring. And I'm not saying all this stuff is true. Like, it's it's just someone... Um, making parallels with what's going on now. And this, if, if there's a quite, I need to make a list of movies that would be beneficial to watch now. 12 Monkeys, by the way, you've got to watch that movie. I remember that movie years ago and I found it to be super artistic and just well done. Although I watched it now and I thought Brad Pitt's acting was a little bit over the top because he's trying to play an insane person, but it's okay. It's all part of the role. Um, but that movie is absolutely amazing to watch now. 12 Monkeys, uh, you know, 1984, which actually I watched recently as well. I mean, I know what 1984 is based about and the, you know, based on the book and whatnot, authoritarian, everything. And uh, the movie was really fucked up. Like, obviously, it was just really grim. And I used to be obsessed with messed up movies. 
Uh, now I'm not because like the world is so messed up. I don't, I don't need that crap in my life. And the movie studio company, A24 is demonic AF. Just gonna fix my bangs right quick. Um, yeah, like uh, I used to love their films, like the Lighthouse movie. If you've ever seen that, I don't recommend it. Um, if, you, if you're if you're gonna see it, like say a prayer because I found it to be very extremely dark. Um, it's just a really simple movie that anyway. I'm not gonna get into that. Uh, back to the Demolition Man. Yeah, that's that's definitely a movie you should watch um, because it's so eerily familiar to what's going on now. You know, if you cuss in the movie, you get a little ticket that spits out a ticket that you're supposed to pay that he apparently wipes his ass with in the movie. Uh, there are chips required to accomplish anything in this movie, which, I mean, people, what is it, Sweden's already trying to implement the chips in people's arms. People are like, oh, it's conspiracy theory. Two years ago, I think Corbett Report um, was one of the first people I heard report on that. And um, I'm like, where's the lie? Like, how is this a conspiracy theory anymore? That's actually a thing that they're doing. Chips in the arm, which is why I'm pretty avidly against QR codes, which is also hilarious because on my first business cards, there's a literal QR code on it because I just didn't realize what the QR code was and what it symbolizes at the time when I put it on my business card. Yes, it's convenient um, to use it to pull up a website or whatever, but I really do believe that the QR code and normalizing the QR code nowadays is fully getting you prepared to... Um, they're just getting you used to the, using the QR thing is going to implement the new world order crap. Like you must use your QR code to scan for your vaccine passport, wherever you go. Like, I think they're completely related and it disgusts me when you go to a place nowadays, this happened in Georgia, uh, a really cute brunch place that we went in there and I saw the QR code, like scan this QR code thing here to look at the menu. I think I've already talked about this but they don't even give you an option to give you a physical menu to read what's on the menu. I'm like, you don't even have that as an option, whatever. I've already ranted about that. I despise places like that where they don't give you an option. Like you don't get to use paper menus anymore. Crazy. Can we just go back to the nineties, which I also really enjoy on coffee. I've been enjoying the heck out of watching nineties films. Like um, this is nineties. Oh uh, yeah. No, three. Uh, and TV shows like we've been watching Lois and Clark. <laughs> it's so corny, but it's hilarious because there's stuff in 90s films and TV shows that like woke culture would absolutely destroy. And there's a lot of there's quite a few things that are on the Disney app, which I don't watch a lot on there, but where I'm like, wow, I can't believe or on any app really where I'm like, I can't believe this is still on this app. Like this is, I don't know, ableist, uh, fat phobic. Um, I don't know, you name it. Remember, uh, there's a movie called Heavyweights, which literally is all about um, fat camp for fat kids. I have to wonder if that one's on Disney Plus's app. I think that's a Disney movie. And I'm like, that's that's fat phobia, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, I, I do think being fat is gross and you need to get a handle on your life if you're, if you're, if you're fat. Like you need, to, you need to solve something that's going on in your life. Um, which typically I feel like overweight people or obesity is from trauma, um, not to mention an, an addiction. And I get it. Like food is an absolute comfort item. Um, so I'm not like these people are worthless, but it just makes me sad. I'm like, you need to get a handle on your life. And if you're, you've got a FUPA going on or you're just overweight, you need to get a handle on your life. You need to, you need to fix yourself. And I'm saying that from a sincere place because I was fucked up and I had an eating disorder 
and it was a total head game and it was a delusion in my head. And, um, it was a very serious, um, mental illness. Anyway, back onto the uh, demolition man. Uh, so yeah, microchip implant on your skin, which is literally going on now. Order out of chaos. Uh, <laughs> physical contact between humans is forbidden. There's a gift playing of them in the movie putting two hands together and then stopping about an inch between two hands come together, like basically like a high five, but you don't actually touch. And then you swivel your hand around the other hand, the other person's hand. It's, it's just ridiculous and hilarious. But then you realize I'm like, you're like, Oh my God, it's, it's going on now. Ew. Like the elbow bump thing is basically the same thing. Cringe. And then Fauci says, I don't think we should ever shake hands again. Dr. Fauci says coronavirus should change some behaviors for good. Um, hilarious and gross. And then it's funny because the guy, Dr. Cocktail, Cocktoo, I don't know how you say that, looks pretty freaking similar to Fauci. Like, the similarities in this movie is uh, insane. Um, and then let's see, in the, in the contactless society, the best way to run meetings is through Zoom calls. In the movie, there's, this, again, this is a screenshot. I recommend watching this on the Odyssey, by the way, if you're not able to. Uh, or if you're not watching it right now, then I don't know. There, there's a lot more, there's going to be a lot more visuals going on with my podcast um, because I am putting this now in Odyssey and filming my lovely face for you peoples. <clears throat> so yeah, they're doing it through, uh, no one's there at the actual meeting. It's just people, <clears throat> their faces on the screen. Hilarious. I mean, that's literally going on now. No sex. You can't exchange fluids. There's no touching policy, um, going on in the movie. And, um, I'm not saying it's going on now, but stop kissing. Wear a mask while having sex to prevent coronavirus. Tam says, this is some article that I guess Canada put out Canada's top doctor hilarious and um pathetic like uh, who actually follows this and is like okay i have to assume there's probably quite a few people that i, I don't want to think about it tech bros propose replacing women with synthetic wombs i mean this has been going on this is the whole trans and transhumanism thing um you know god there was a video i posted on my instagram um let's see i should be able to pull it up of uh it's like, this is only a concept, but I mean, people are actively considering and working on removing women being the mothers of bearing children, where you just grow a baby in a incubator thing. Like, look at this sick, sick thing. It's on my Instagram. I'm scrolling back, scrolling back. Uh, oh, Lord, here it is. Look at this. Look at this. So I'm going to read the caption. They want you to grow your babies at home. It's designed to replace the womb in pregnancy. And it's like a capsule. Uh, the see-through pod sits in your living room. Parents would be able to live their lives normally. As if, like, having a baby. How absurd is that? How absurd is that? So, like, having a baby and tending to a baby is not normal? <laughs> what, what the fuck is that? They can watch the fetus grow in the pod. Oh, how wonderful. It has a duct to insert food. This is so dehumanized. This is so sick. It's sick. There's a microphone to speak to the fetus. Oh, how, oh, how wonderful. This product is just an idea at this stage. Can we just keep an idea and have it be far away from reality? It was thought of by students at product design. Arhim? Ar I don't know what that was. So is it possible? Gross. Anyway, how disgusting is that? 
it's like all these films, like, um, I mean, there's so many films being put out that have you be sympathetic to robots. It's sick. Um, I think I, I don't know if I talked about this one, but the snow, there's some, um, Apple film that they're coming out with that has this man who's like dying. They create a version of him that like takes care of his family, but then it's, uh, it's just really sick. It's th these people, all of this is predictive programming to program you to be sympathetic to robots, to people that are not humans and formed in the, uh, formed in the vision of God. Like God did not create these things. These are false humans. They're not real. And I'm telling you, there's going to be a time where there's going to be robot rights and robots will probably, robots will have more rights than women one day. Mark my words. Um, so it's just sick, you know, and, you know, I, I played through all of Detroit Become Human and I actually want, did love the game and it's, I'm, I'm conflicted and torn about it because I think about it now and I've, I'm like crying over a robot in this game and, I, and they're programming, programming me to be sympathetic to this robot in this video game. It's a really well done video game. It's also <clears throat> pretty um, brainwashy, like a uh, psychological I don't know. I'm conflicted. Um, part of me is like, it's really well done and it brought, you know, emotions out of me and I love feeling emotions, but uh, at what cost that I'm going to be sympathetic towards robots in the future? Do I believe that you should be abusing things in general that aren't human? No. But at the same time, I'm like, should these robots have rights? Literally F off, dude. What about human rights? What about like humans? What about women's rights? Why are we not discussing that first and foremost? We're going to start focusing on robots. Whatever. Sick. It's just absolutely absurd. Oh, so the whole Joe Rogan thing. I don't know if you guys have seen the video. Should I just pull up a photo of Joe Rogan here? Joe. Oh, it's going to do. I don't want to. Oh. Oh. Joe Rogan. So if you've seen the video or not, go watch it yourself. Um, I'm not going to play it here because it's being all laggy, but... I don't think that Joe should have apologized in any way, shape, or form. He uses the N-word. It's like a really old video of him doing his really old podcast, uh, whatever year it was, using the N-word. And I'm like, this this word is so stupid. It's literally designed to have people begin strife and conflict with one another. It's a, it's a freaking, it's a word. And look at what it's doing to someone's career. I'm not against people using that word. Like, why is it that if black people are so against it, why are they still singing all these rap songs? It's just, it's ridiculous. Rules for thee and none for me? If it's so offensive, why are you calling each other that? Like, it's, it's, it doesn't make any sense to me. You know, like, it's the same thing of like using the word queer. Queer used to be like an insult. And then these people think they have power over the people using that word at them by, by taking that word back. I think it's absurd. I don't think any word should be off the table like that. Like, you know, what's what's interesting is that he wasn't using the word in a derogatory sense, like calling someone that as like calling a you know white person a cracker, um, which isn't even offensive. I think it's hilarious. Like I've seen a whole list of uh, this black, you know, there's black Twitter is pretty damn racist, but um, that's their freedom to do that. There's always like terms they've used against white people. Like, I don't know. They're pretty creative, actually. But um, I just don't think that apologizing to the woke mob is going to help him out and it, to me it's obvious that he only did that apology because um he has a contract with spotify and it's all about the money game and there's this old video of him talking about how uh how the woke mob works that when you when you're bought out by money you'll, you'll lose more and more of your freedoms 
And I'm like, that's literally what's happening to him now. He was like prophetic, prophetic, prophesy, whatever the word is. He predicted what what's going on now with him. I think it's really freaking pathetic that he apologized at all or even addressed it at all. You can't address anything when it comes to the woke mob. They're going to destroy you. And there's nothing that they're nothing is off the table then. It's hilarious because like Howard Stern, all these people are they've worn blackface. Justin Trudeau has worn blackface numerous times. And I'm like, well, where's the why is it only for Joe Rogan, who's not even a right winger, by the way? I think he's pretty more left, but who cares? Like, it's just it's absurd. It's just absolutely absurd, you know? I think it's a dangerous place to be in society where um, you're going to censor someone who has a different opinion than you. That's absurd. And that's not freedom at all. I think that he, you know, has let the the money game get to him where, what was it? The speculated hundred million dollars he's making or the deal that he made with Spotify. I'm like, well, is it worth it now? You've made, you've made all this money, but look at all the freedoms that you're losing. You're having to like bend the knee kowtow to, the, the woke mob now? Like, how good do you feel? I think it's unbelievably pathetic, and I lost a shitload of respect for him. Um, not that I put him up on any pedestal, but I don't know. I'm just like, screw you, dude. Like, you're it's pathetic. It's, it's beta crap. Like, oh, it was excruciating watching his apology video. He was, he, what he was doing is he was, he used the N-word when he was talking about someone else using the N-word. Like, he was quoting someone else. Of course, someone, whoever made that video chopped it all up into segments and pieces. Um, and there, there's this left-wing uh, media called Young Turks, and they're saying it, like, constantly. There's also a video of Joe Biden saying it, the N-word, like, constantly. Young Turks, N-word. I don't even know Young Turks is. It's some... Um, I don't think I'm able to find it. I'm not logged into my YouTube, so it's probably not showing. Oh, is this it? Um, there's this whole compilation of Young Turks. Oh, is this it? I think so. I apologize. I know these are like difficult words to hear, but words like nigger and fag. Nigger. You niggers are why I lost my job. He only shot a nigger. Run, nigger, run. Nigger. Nigger this or nigger that. Okay, so... They're like, all right, all right, you cover that Jerry Rice-looking nigger. Whatever, nigger-headed. N- nigger. Nigger-like. He canceled his weekend at Niggerhead Ranch. His ranch was called Niggerhead. Fucking Jews and niggers. And- nigger lover on it. Which is better, nigger or cracker? It was apparently called Niggerhead. Oh, yep. Or a nigger. Doing fucking nothing and being a lazy nigger. They were nigger lovers. It don't give a nigger time to learn his lesson. White crackers yeah does that mean i can say black niggers there will never be a whoops so i'm gonna look up um what is young torques let me look it up they look like there's some like independent media thing young turks (sighs) is a young hold on is this it is the largest news show online. I think it's a lefty news thing. Um, I actually have no idea. President Biden isn't backing on a harsh word. I don't know. I've heard, I think that there's some sort of lefty media thing. And it's funny how they're not being canceled, basically. Um, I want to find that video of Biden. I don't know. It should be on um, YouTube. Where he says the N-word repeatedly. 
It's taking forever to load, but you get it. Uh, what else do I pulled up? I already got that done. Done. Yeah, I just, you know. Oh, I don't know if you guys have seen that video of, uh, ugh, God, I hate that I've been mentioned. I'm not going to mention the comedian's name. If she's, first of all, there's no funny female comedian out there in the world. I, none. They don't exist, dude. Oh, I don't want to pull up Google. Um, duck, duck. They're not hilarious. They always do vagina jokes and they like thrust their vagina at you or their tits and they're like, isn't this funny? <laughs> I'm like, no, it's not funny at all. It's fucking gay, dumb, stupid. Um, so let's see. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, there's just this, this comedian that's like, she was like, oh, I've been jabbed and got, she's just bragging about all the vaccines she's gotten in her life and then thrust her vagina at the screen for some reason, like it's somehow comedy. And then she apparently, quote, faints. And like, maybe I'm the only person that thinks that this is, a, that was an act. She wasn't actually fainting. She was, she did this whole fainting thing. So then she'd put on, be put on the radar of the news of, uh, Blah, 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 comedian lists the name in the news outlet, faints uh, as she talks about how the back she's gotten jabbed and boosted. I'm like, but to me, it looked fake, number one. And then I think, I just think she did it as a ploy to get attention in the media because, well, look at it. She's been blasted all over the medium. I've seen so many people post this uh, video of her collapsing on stage. It looks like the same collapsing that that, what is that black woman that runs her own, uh, like, view type show tv show she's horrible and not funny and wow i don't know her name she's got really buggy eyes don't remember her name she did the same thing she did this collapsing thing it looked fake as hell um so you know i, I don't wish ill on this person at all um um anyone that's actually fainting uh, she apparently they claim they she injured herself and fractured her skull and i'm like well it is possible you can fracture your skull from doing a stunt or a gag like i mean even if i mean if she even fractured her skull, I mean, if it was real and authentic, I hope she's okay. You know, anyone that has a serious vaccine side effect injury, that's pretty messed up. And I don't, again, wish ill on anyone like that or anyone in general, really, except for demon, demonic people, they can literally go back to hell. Um, I'm trying to think, I had all these other articles pulled up. Let me see if I can pull them up. Oops. Not that. It's not here. Not there either. Oh, here we go. Um, I don't know. That's nah. Yeah, a comedian brags about being back seconds before fainting on stage. I'm like, meh. Oh, here's the article I wanted to talk about earlier. Let me pull it to the screen here. So this is lovely Infowars. Sweden, a country which never imposed significant lockdown measures, has officially declared that COVID-19 pandemic is over and announced that it will be lifting all remaining restrictions. As we know this pandemic, as we know this pandemic, I would say it's over. Uh, Minister of Health Lena Hallengreen told Dagen's ninth, I don't know how to say his name. It's not over, but as we know it in terms of quick changes and restrictions, it is. It's confusing. According to Reuters, which I don't trust Reuters, but whatever. These comments were as close as possible to the country, effectively declaring the pandemic over, which is very interesting. Um, I mean, there wasn't, a, I don't think there was a pandemic to begin with. Um, like, People got sick from a virus and people get sick from viruses all the time. Anywho, um, I guess, let, let me exit here. I think that's all for now. Um, I will say, I think it's really important to get involved in a local group at your church. 
Um, if you've never been to church before, go to church and there's almost always going to be some sort of small group or community event you can get involved with the church. I find that um, getting involved with people involved in the church that are Christians is incredibly important. And recently I've gotten involved with a local group of women and it was incredible. Um, it's incredibly uplifting to hear other people going through their own issues that are going to be different than yours, but there's just a certain level of camaraderie with people of your same sex as well. Um, hearing them go through their struggles and then praying for each other is incredibly powerful and listening to other people's stories about how Christ moves through their life and touches their uh, family or um, has them move through difficult seasons um, and helps them out is just unbelievable. And there's just, it's just proof that God is real to me. And the more you start trusting God and leaning on God to, or rely on God to make change in your life, the more he'll involve himself in your life, I believe, um, and show himself in ways that you didn't think possible. Um, just really putting your trust in Christ is, is the way, <laughs> you know, I'm speaking from a place of, I was born and raised Southern Baptist. I went to church all the time growing up and I found it to be quite frankly, boring. Um, I never understood it. I was like, is Jesus God or is God God? And what is the Holy Spirit? I don't get it. And then I just have gotten closer to God and started opening the Bible and reading it for myself to be like, what is the Bible? Like, what, what is God? Like, I don't get this. And it's really spoken to me. And I think it starts with having that hunger of wanting to discover it for yourself. Not that anyone else is making you do it, but you wanting to find out what is this all about? Like, I don't, I don't understand it. There's just so much truth in the Bible. And I think that's why I'm so adamant about speaking the truth nowadays, you know, the Bible is truth and God is truth. So I find that speaking the truth and keeping truth alive is incredibly important to humanity and keeping humans um, grounded, like on a foundational level, having that foundation is so important. So and surrounding yourself with people that are also godly and Christian is so crucial. You know, I, I got, had a little teary moment today really blessing God for dropping the friends out of my life that are lacking God. Um, and really bringing me down in ways that I didn't even weren't even aware of, like all my friends were incredibly liberal and I didn't know. The thing is, I wasn't able to recognize that they were, uh, damaged liberal people because I didn't, I wasn't involved in politics. I didn't know what the hell liberal was or liberalism. And, um, you know, just being away from them now and being surrounded by the truth and godly people. Now I realize those people were incredibly destructive and I, my heart goes down to these people. They're just really damaged and they're stuck on their past and their ways. Um, because that's what I was, you know, as the ultimate act of rebellion, being liberal is like sticking it to the man, really the man being God being like, I want to do what I want. God is stupid. There is no God, blah, blah, blah. Satan isn't real, which is ridiculous. The greatest lie that um, Satan created to have people believe is that he doesn't exist. And he certainly absolutely does exist. Um, so my heart goes out to, to liberal people really, because I guess I was a liberal and I didn't even know it. Um, you know, I was surrounding myself with people that weren't godly at all. Um, and it affected me. So I'm just happy to not have that in my life anymore and to be surrounded by really true, incredibly strong Christian women and people. It's, it's, it's really impactful and just incredible. So if you're 
one of my old friends and you happen to be listening to this podcast, which is a miracle. Welcome. Hello. How are you? There is freedom coming out of liberal, liberal hell. Um, the truth will set you free truly. And it's amazing to be living in truth and not have the confusion of <clears throat> Satan putting lies in your head about what is a male and what is a female or anything really. So thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate each and every one of you or watching at this point. Um, you can support my work by donating through PayPal, which is paypal.me forward slash LP foster kittens. Let me put my little scrolling banner up here. There it is. Um, uh, let me create another banner while I'm doing this. Subscribe star.com forward slash distorted lens. Oh, it's doing both. Did I spell that right? Yeah. Or you can become a uh, monthly supporter to my podcast, which is subscribestar.com forward slash distorted lens. Um, I really appreciate it. Uh, this is my passion to speak to you guys um, once a week and talk to you about what's been going on in the world, really, and try to bring in the spiritual godly aspect of it, which I actually really love. And just thank you for listening and hang in there and I'd love for you to join my subscribe star where we can talk about the podcast episode and just shoot the shit really. So um, hang in there, you know, speak to God and pray, 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 pray for him to give you peace and um, wisdom and tranquility through these really difficult times. You know, I think it's difficult for a lot of people. So I really feel for y'all uh, hang in there and God bless each and every one of you. Hey, 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 if you got anything out of this video, if you've enjoyed my podcast at any point in time, if you learn anything, show your support by donating to my PayPal. It would mean the world to me. I really appreciate all the support, donations, and purchases from my shop on my website, which is lindsayplatotionart.com forward slash shop. You can buy some handmade goodies. So go shop, shop, shop. Fill them baskets. As always, thank you for supporting my work and take it easy. Thank you.